Okay, let's take a little bit of our precious podcasting time. And it is kind of precious. I mean, I think of it as kind of, you know, a unique opportunity to hang out with you. So that's pretty precious. But let's take a moment of that time and do a little study in comparison and contrast. Because recent events have given us some things we can talk about. It's not good. I mean, they're not good things, but they're important things. And so let's have that conversation on the Pre-Accident Podcast today. Hey everybody, Pre-Accident Podcast, Todd Conklin. I'm driving this train. Um, Yes, the rest of the uh, words to that song that I'm not going to do Casey Jones, just in case you're referring to driving that train. And you might be. I mean, that might be where you're going. And I'm talking about Grateful Dead tunes now. I'm not going to do. Because um, discretion is the better part of valor. Remember that. If you remember nothing else, remember that. So how's it going? It's uh, it's a busy time, certainly in the United States. The end of November uh, screams us into December. And things just go crazy. And I can't believe another year's over. I mean, I guess I can believe it because another year's over. That's the thing about the planet rotating around the sun. And that's, uh, in case you disagree with me, we should just get this out early. The Earth rotates around the sun. It's a round ball in space rotating around the sun. Everybody got that? Okay, good. Is that time just passes, whether we want it to or not. And it's interesting because uh, the last couple of years have, I think... I'll own this for me, and you tell me what you think. Uh, it, it's made time feel different. And I don't know if it's faster or slower or better or worse. I mean, it'd be hard to put some kind of two-value judgment on that like that, but it just feels different to me. And it seems to move differently. And in that movement, it's it's just it's it doesn't seem like it's November, the end of November. It just doesn't seem that way. But it is. So there's no getting around that. I mean, that's happening. That is 100% happening. And so we have to 100% just deal with it, which is kind of what we do anyway. So all is well here. A busy month for me, which is kind of interesting and strange. A lot's going on. Uh, I have stories galore. I I don't even know. One of them I'm going to save because I think it'd be worthwhile to just tell it to you special. But... um. November is the month where I just got weirdly busy. And it's my fault, so I have to uh, take the heat for it. But remember, blame fixes nothing and stops improvement. So, faults aside, I just got really busy. I've always been busy. That's not the problem. But a lot of things have come due. And um, let's just say I've been incredibly interested in watching as much YouTube videos as I can, which my current passion on YouTube is um, uh, either giant food, people who make giant food. I'm not really interested in watching people eat giant food. That actually is kind of gross. But I think it's interesting watching people make giant food, which this is a problem. I just, I must admit it. I'm going to need to go to therapy. Some kind of treatment center, YouTube addiction center. No, I don't think I'm addicted. That's not quite that bad. But I will tell you the month uh, the month zoomed by, and I didn't get anything that I wanted to get done done, which 
is always a little bit frustrating at every single level that you could possibly imagine frustration happening. But I guess, you know, that's just the way it's always been. I act like this is a new phenomenon. This has never happened before. I'll bet if you went back and listened to podcasts and you listened to me talking to you in November over the last seven years, I'll bet you, I'm not going to do this, but I'll bet you I say the same stuff every November. That's how it feels to me. So anyway, it's going to be crazy and that's going to be interesting. How are you doing? That's maybe a more important question. Everything okay? You handling it good? Are you coping? Are you at the edge of your coping mechanism? Are you taking care of yourself? Are you taking care of the people around you? Taking care of the people you love? Those are all really good questions. We probably don't ask them enough, but we probably should ask them more often. But that's a, that's an important question as well. Other than that, man, things are screaming by. And today is an interesting opportunity to have a discussion. And so that's really what I want to do is take you on a, a brief discussion, a sort of a comparison and contrast. I, I don't know how long we're going to talk because I don't really know how much I have to say. And I don't really have anything prepared for this. Like I didn't write anything down. I just thought we'd sit and talk about this because there's been a couple significant events that have happened recently, one next to the other, that actually has me thinking about ways we can understand what's happened in these events and apply that to actually the work we do for our organizations in creating stability and reliability. So that is, in fact, the crux of the conversation I want to have with you guys today. And it's an interesting conversation, at least let me, let me, I, I hope it's going to be an interesting conversation. If not, you always have the power of, you know, switching me off. I mean, that the, you, you retain the ultimate editive, edit, edit, editorial. I can't even talk. You, you uh, let me start again. You retain the ultimate editorial power, man. That was hard to get that out. I wonder if that was some kind of Freudian thing. The reason I couldn't say that we'll have to deal with that too. But you remain the ultimate power in this. But I, I, I've thought about this a bunch, and it really it takes its roots from a, a little text message I got that asked me a question. And I started thinking about it, and I thought, you know, that's actually interesting. And we should talk about why events are different. And so that's what we're going to do. We're going to do a comp comparison and contrast and talk a little bit more in kind of detail. And hopefully the goal of this is that it gives you some things to think about for sure. But more importantly, it gives you some information that you can share when you're asked questions about the recent series of events that have taken place that kind of caught a lot of attention um, and probably worthwhile. So let's move into that conversation and see where this takes us. It's always fun to hang out with you. Thanks for being a part of the pod. If it's your first time, sorry about this introduction, um, a little bit rambly. But I'm glad you're here. Welcome aboard. Jump in any point. Um, leave a comment. Whatever you want to do, we're here for you. So that's good. So here we are. Let's have our comparison contrast conversation. So the two events I want to talk about are pretty recent. And we've talked about one already. And it's the shooting on the movie set Rust. Where uh, live ammunition snuck into got somehow got into uh the movie set and was part of a prop gun and was accidentally discharged it it shot and killed the director of photography and wounded the director and we've talked about that the other one is the Travis Scott concert event 
that happened in Houston um, just recently where nine people died and several more are pretty seriously injured. Both of them horrific. Both of them terrible events. And interestingly enough, hopefully, if if this discussion goes the way I need it to go, we won't spend a lot of time speculating on really what happened. We know to a great extent what happened. The speculation probably isn't going to make it better. And it seems like not knowing how this happened is a relatively good place to be because it allows people who need to understand and learn from this the ability to understand and learn. So keeping speculation at its lowest possible level, I can keep it. I want to talk to you about the difference in these two events because the difference is palpable. They're both horrible failures. They're both examples of bad things happening. No question about that. But I would actually suggest these two events are different in the way that they happen. Uh, of course, they're different events. That goes without saying. But they're different in that these events bring actually attention to some event types that we have in our organizations as well. Now, you know, and... This is actually a relatively good way to think about this is that when an event happens, it's, it's either seen as an individual failure or as an organizational failure. And those are pretty much the two choices that companies around the globe have. And most companies, for bad or for good, tend to see the failure as an individual failure. The, the individual worker failed the system. When in reality, when we do deeper dives, unlock sort of the operational complexity, when we start to understand how the event happened, when we shift from who failed to what failed, we start to learn that actually events almost always have a strong organizational component. And in many ways, the strong organizational component is the part of the event that we can most likely understand and improve. That That's kind of what we do for a living, in essence. But that division between individual and organizational, that also plays in the events that we're referring to, the rush shooting and the Houston concert crowd problem. Those events can be seen as individual failures, or they can be seen as larger organizational failures. And in fact, my bet is, although I'm hanging out with you right now, but I don't know what other people are thinking, my bet is is that all of us have seen these really as much more organizational failures and much less individual failures. In fact, the worker, to a great extent, triggered the event, but all the components and conditions necessary for the event to be successful were in the system at the time that the triggering activity happened. And so we get all that. That's that's This is, I guess, refresher or, or reinforcement. This is choir practice. That's why I like to think of it. But that's where this becomes even more of an interesting discussion. Because I would like to build a case, and you'll have to sort of hang with me here, but I'd like to build a case that these two events represent actually examples of event types that we have all the time in our organization. 
and that these events are pretty illuminating in helping us build a contrast between one event type and the other event type. Now, before we go further, I don't, I don't want to get I don't want to get you off on the wrong track that there are these event types because I'm just making that phrase up. I mean that the events are events are events. Failure is failure is failure. But I would actually suggest that one of the things we can look at may be as simple as drawing some comparisons and that the shooting on the movie set for the movie Rust is is like a classic SIF event. And we've built a case that it's a, it's a classic SIF event. That, that, that is a significant injury fatality event. But the Travis Scott event in Houston, that event actually, I would suggest, is not like a SIF event, even though there were fatalities, many, many, way too many fatalities, and the people were way too young. I would suggest that the Travis Scott failure is much more like a process safety failure. It's a failure fundamentally in the design of the system. And that, in fact, if we see both of those as tragic events, and they are tragic events, then we're probably going to miss the opportunity to actually look at those in a much different way. And by looking at the problem differently, we learn different things. And if you look at the Houston crowd event as a, as a failure of process safety, uh, or safety by design, then you start to understand in a deeper way that contrasting uh, environment between a classic industrial SIF, which is um, uh, an event where the energy was out of control. Because remember, the premise we're going to take into this is that people don't die at work because we failed to prevent it. In fact, the system diligently is trying to prevent fatalities all the time. They die at work because we failed to control it. If we contrast that with the Houston crowd event, what you see is not a lack of control, but in fact a lack of capacity. That when the crowd grew larger, which I understand was no surprise because they sold tickets and so they had a relatively good understanding of approximately how many people would be in the facility, and the facility itself is huge and could hold as much as three times the number of people that were there. That's not speculative. That's pretty much out there in the world for us to look at. Then you have to think about the design of the actual venue and how they thought about what would happen if, in fact, the process failed, if, in fact, the crowd control devices uh, failed. And I think of it kind of like a... a, a a secondary containment around a tank. So the idea of a secondary containment is premised on the notion that the tank will eventually fail, that something will happen and the tank will leak. We don't know why, we don't know where, we don't know when. I mean, we understand fluid dynamics, we get the physics of it, but we know something will give away, the tank will erode, and will eventually leak. And when it does, we've built a secondary containment system to actually capture the leak, the inevitable leak that's going to happen. Now, that's a, that's a fundamental example. That's as basic of an example as you could possibly have for a process safety event. I mean, I can't even think of a more basic one to give you. 
that actually is premised around the idea that the tank will not perform perfectly forever. And when it does fail, the ability to contain the failure in such a way that it has the least amount of operational impact or environmental impact or safety impact or public affairs impact, the least amount of negative impact it could possibly have is fundamentally hardwired into that system. Now, you can see almost immediately that the shooting on the movie set is just a different event. And there you have a complex system where multiple checks, all administrative, all relatively non-robust, clearly failed. And because those multiple checks failed, when the event took place, there was really no ability to manage the consequence of the event, of the energy. And I guess when I say it out loud, that is really similar to the process safety tank example I gave you. And yet, I mean, see what you think, because I'm curious what you think. They, they strike me as different. The SIF event is really that individual worker doing that work, and it fails in such a way that it fails catastrophically. Whereas the Houston concert event is a much different fundamental understanding, a, a much different fundamental design, a much different fundamental process. And so looking at that and thinking, hmm, the difference between those two is clear. They're very different events, no question about it. But also where those hit the organization in their understanding of building resilience, it hits at a different place. One is actually managing for that immediate energy. The other is actually designing for that inevitable failure on a large scale. And they're different. And what I find most interesting about this little exercise, this exercise in comparisons and contrasts, is that that's actually helped me understand those two events in a different way. In a, it, I'll say it, probably in a deeper and better way. Because that allows me, even though I'm far away from these events and they're very, very, uh, they're not in my realm or sphere of control, I really have nothing to do with these events other than it seems a shame that things like this could happen and we fail to learn from it. And I think one of the challenges we have is that we probably are again on a path where we could potentially fail to learn from this. And that's a shame. I mean, we should, at the very least, become much smarter in understanding how to design for large crowds so that when they surge, not if they surge, but when they surge, we have enough pressure relief valves built into that system to allow somehow to manage that surge so it doesn't result in crushing people. That's really an important lesson for us to learn. There's multiple goals in place. We have to keep people away from the stage while simultaneously not trapping them in such a way that when the crowd surges, they're trapped. But those are just complexities that we adapt and deal with. We design for those. Just like many of you have designed process safety, safety by design issues throughout your organizations globally. We're, we're okay with that. But to do that, I think we have to understand that that safety by design component is, is a vital part of understanding that event. 
And this is a failure that happened in the design of the system for maybe arena shows all around the globe. Because this isn't the first time that a large crowd has had this event happen. And what scares me is it may not be the last time. There's lessons for us to learn. And the ability to learn those lessons, well, that's a key component of what we want to talk about. And drawing those comparisons between those two events, it's an exercise, it's a thought exercise for sure. And it's specifically a thought exercise for people like us who think about this kind of crap. But it's a pretty good way for us to build a case to actually look at these as case studies and understand at a fundamental level some of the differences that are present. That is the exercise in comparison and contrast. And that's what we wanted to talk about today. So what do you think? I don't know. I, I mean, it's just something that I, it, it seems like I needed to have that conversation. If for no other reason to have it with myself out loud, because I don't really have anybody I can talk to about that because I don't want to get too deep into this conversation because everything's going to be speculative. I mean, I, I don't want to sort of imagine I know better about what happened because I don't really know what happened. I mean, I know what happened. I just don't know how it happened. And so everything is kind of speculative and it's pretty hard to get data out of this because everything's gone into law enforcement action. So we're not getting information and they don't, I guess, owe us that information. I'm just curious on that information. And so I thought, well, how can I talk about this in such a way that really draws, does draw some contrast that these two events, which are very different events for sure. I mean, there's no question they're different, but I think they actually illustrate different operational design components and values that we can draw from and maybe learn from. Maybe not, though. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm good either way. But I do think this is a worthwhile exercise to think about the importance of this safety by design, the process safety part of our system. Because that process safety part of our system, when it's done well, it's brilliant. It's, it's stunning. It's amazing. When it's missing, it's incredibly obvious after there's consequence. It may not be as obvious before there's consequence, but it's incredibly obvious after there's consequence. And I actually think that is exactly the direction we should be going with this. That That's a pretty meaningful way for us to have this conversation. So that is, in fact, exactamente. That is exactly what I wanted to compare and contrast with you guys today. And mostly just kind of dump it back onto your side because you're listening to me right now. I mean, I'm in your head. I know that. I can feel it. And there's a lot of room in here. And it looks like you're redecorating, but I'm just saying that, right? I'm in your head. Think about it and see what you think. I'm super curious, but I'm always kind of super curious. That's it. Short but sweet and kind of thoughtful. I'm, I'm curious. I, I really am. I'm genuinely interested in what you think about this. But until then... Learn something new every single day. Have as much fun as you possibly can. Be good to each other. That's important. Be kind. Um, I can't say how valuable it is to be kind. And for goodness sakes, you guys, be safe. <laughs>